the Missional Life Podcast, inspiring kingdom-minded believers around the world to live the mission of God in their lives. All right, welcome back to the Mission Life Podcast. Today we have David Helling on the show. David is an award-winning film writer and director, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and a man who's made it his life's mission to bring Scripture's truth from the page to the screen. He's here to talk about his new film, His Only Son, that is in theaters right now. David, welcome to the show. Welcome. Uh, thank you all for having me. Yeah, excited to have you. Uh, David, for the for the listener, for, for the person who's n- not seen the movie, who's not seen His Only Son, tell us a little bit more about the son, tell uh, his, his Only Son, and tell us what sets this film apart from other films that have been released in the past few years. Well, well, yeah. So obviously, this is a uh, a biblical film, um, which so it's a rarity that biblical films come out um, in the box office, um, and one that that actually aims to exposit the word accurately, to bring out the truth of God's word and put it before people, and uh, even take this Old Testament account and point to Christ, because all of Scripture does point to Christ. So that's a rarity. Um, in 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 uh, in an extreme rarity when it comes to films in general, but when it comes to mainstream biblical films or just biblical films in general, that is also um, very rare. Uh, but this account in general, uh, the, this film in general is is about the account that we find in Genesis twenty two when Abraham was uh, tested by the Lord uh, and told to take his son Isaac and lay him up on Mount Moriah as a burnt offering. And it it explores what could have been going through Abraham's mind during that three-day journey with his son and the two servants to Mount Moriah, um, while he reflects on all the promises of God that, uh, that came to him as he was waiting for the birth of Isaac with his wife for decades. So you're, you're experiencing his testing of his faith on the way to Moriah, on one hand, and on the other hand, through flashback, you're experiencing the testing of him and his wife's faith uh, as they were journeying to the birth of the son that they were promised. Um, so it, it, it's it's unlike any film that's ever been done. Over, there, there's barely ever been films done about Abraham. Typically in the past, there, there's been many series or there's been films that sort of explore Abraham's life as a piece of a broader narrative or um, or they'll take this account of Genesis 22 and they'll make it one little piece of a bigger story that they're telling whereas this is the first time that we actually journey for the whole three days and the whole film is about this journey and um, and you and you figure you you experience so much of Sarah's faith struggle as well um, which has never been properly explored. Uh, in film of what it had to have been like from her perspective to go along with Abraham. Uh, and so I, I, it's exciting and I'm thankful that the Lord's allowed me to steward this uh, account for all these years. And um, it's just so encouraging in my heart to see the way the Lord is using it now, not only across the country, but around the world. Wow. Amazing. So you mentioned that not Many people, if any, had really done stories on Abraham before. And so was it the fact mm. that, oh, like no one else has done a movie on Abraham before, so I'm going to do that? Or was there something that really kind of like spoke to you? Is it something that God was revealing to you in your heart 
that you just were just impassioned. Like I need to, I need to write, write this movie. I need to kind of share this revelation that God's giving to me. Well, it was, um, because since my time as a Marine in Iraq, where the Lord really got a, a hold of my heart, um, my the, the trajectory of my life sort of changed over there. And from that moment on, it has been my heart cry and my life's mission to to illustrate and exposit the biblical narrative through film so that others can see these accounts as real, as true history, and, and they could see God's hand uh, in his redemptive plan throughout that history, and they could be uh, sparked with a desire to go and dig into the word for themselves and, and to have their eyes open to the truth of the gospel that they may be saved. That's my reason for wanting to do uh, these biblical films in general. And for about 10 years, I did these uh, short biblical vignettes uh, in film school and uh, which I went to film school in uh, in the heart of downtown San Francisco, mm. which is where everybody starts their biblical filmmaking journey. Uh, no, but the uh, <laughs> but uh, but but that provided me with a lot of great gospel conversation opportunities. Um, and but I found that time and time again, as I would be sharing my faith or sharing the gospel with my non-believing friends, that this account of Abraham and Isaac and the sacrifice was a common point of contention with non-believers. And it's something that that scoffers and skeptics can point at and say, ah, you worship a God who would tell a man to sacrifice his own son. That is cosmic child abuse. That's the kind of God you worship. I will not, you know, I don't want anything to do with that God or anything to do with, with what you're telling me. And so I wanted to be able to take this account, dig into the word, show what the Lord was doing in Abraham's struggle and trial, um, and show what the Lord was pointing to in that in in what he was doing in abraham's life because it does all point to christ um, but how does it point to christ and what's the reason behind the lord testing him in this way because he never intended for him to kill his own son the, for abraham to kill his own son it was always a picture that he was building in the life of abraham that would echo through the generations of the descendants of abraham for two thousand years until the lord himself would lay down his only son on the same hill um, uh, for the sins of all those who believe. And so to be able to illustrate this vividly and show from Scripture what the Lord was doing, put it before the scoffers and skeptics, give them an answer, and by God's grace, open their eyes to the truth of the gospel on one hand. And on the other hand, to be able to give an answer to or give a defense and equip my brothers and sisters in Christ with a defense that they then can take as an answer to the scoffers and skeptics in their own lives. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's a story that you really hear people really kind of point fingers at Christianity, right? Like what kind of God do you serve? And, uh, you know, why would God, um, why would God sacrifice his, you know, ask this guy to sacrifice his own son? And so after so many years of waiting too. Yeah. Yeah. Like here you, here, yeah. Yeah. And so, as you were as you were researching this and kind of kind of getting revelation on the story, what were some of the things that kind of stood out to you uh, from the different interpretations, the different you know reasons that maybe people propose that that God told uh, God told Abraham to sacrifice his son? What were some of those reasons, and what kind of stuck out to you, and and what was God teaching you through this whole journey? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, I went into it wanting to just explain this section of scripture to. Hmm. 
um, non-believers and uh, and equip and bolster the faith of believers. That's why going into it, I mean, when I began the journey of this film in particular and began writing it five and a half years ago, that was what I set out to do. But never did I know that I would be entering into the hardest five and a half years of my life, the most difficult, trying and, and opposition ridden, obstacle ridden years of my life. Um, and it was doing in 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 after we shot the film and and uh, after I, I began to edit it, I never realized how much the film would minister to my own heart in my deepest in darkest valleys of the truth of God's word, the life of Abraham, the life of Sarah, how that would be ministering to my heart and giving me encouragement uh, as seeing them wait on the Lord for decades, seeing um, the Lord be that very present help in trouble in Abraham's life, um, see uh, him have a hand and a purpose in the darkest and deepest trials of Abraham's obedience walk um, and have that be this sweet reminder um, and encouragement in my own faith walk, in my own waiting on the Lord, in my own, you know, in, in not only all different aspects of my life, um, having to uh, endure opposition and obstacles, but also waiting for this film to get out there. Because when, I, when we shot this film, we were supposed to shoot this film in the fall of 2018. We were casting it in the fall of 2018, and that's uh, that's actually, to give you some perspective, wow. that's when Dallas Jenkins, that's when he was casting season one of The Chosen. And the first four episodes of season one of The Chosen were filmed in November, December of 2018. That's when we were supposed to shoot His Only Son. And now there's been three full seasons that have come and gone, and now they're shooting season four. And here His Only Son has finally just come out. Well, Dallas is a friend of mine, and he's been a friend of mine for a year since before the before the chosen ever was a thing. Um, so to see that grow and grow and grow into this global phenomenon, and my heart cry being wanting to take scripture and bring it before people through this film medium, um, there there's that that was a huge pride check. I had to lay that down because. It, it, you know, you you get these thoughts like, oh, well, maybe I sinned one too many times. And now the Lord's taken this away from me. And maybe the, it was never the Lord's intention for me to do this. And I was I was pursuing this in vain. Um, and I just had to give it up to the Lord. Like, Lord, if the only people that you sought to touch with this film was just through the people who read the script or the people that was on set during the filming. And it's never meant to come out. Um, and you want to bless and, and and build up the chosen and have it be his thing, then praise the Lord anyway. And I need to pray for Dallas and Amanda and their ministry. Um and uh and so I had to do that. And I had to I had to lay that down. Um but then to, for it to come full circle and years and years later, uh actually just this last fall, the fall of 2022, Angel Studios saw a trailer for his only son and then they asked to see a screener. <laughs> Like just through, I didn't even reach out to them or anything. They was like through a mutual friend. It was actually a couple of friends of mine that came on as a co-executive producers of the film. Um, they had connected with Angel Studios and uh, and they became so interested in the film. And it just kept blowing away their expectations with their audience, with their Angel Guild. Um, and um, and so to see all of that, but to have uh, 
through all those years of waiting, uh, learning what it's really like to wait on the Lord through the life and testimony of Abraham. It has been such a sweet, um, he, he, Abraham has been a really good friend through this long, long journey in ways I never could have imagined. Um, and, uh, and actually so much so that now that his only son is out in the world, it's done. Um, I'm not working on it anymore. It's actually an oddly and unexpectedly somber feeling that, uh, cause it's like my friend is gone and I can't get him back. Um, but yeah, so that's just long answer to, uh, <laughs> how the film ministered to me. Um, but, uh, it's been a journey. It's been a long, long journey. Well, we, we really appreciate that answer because, you know, these films just, they come out and we see trailers, we see them, but you don't know, like, you know, we wouldn't know the backstory to that of like, it was supposed to film in 2018, you know, and that was a few years ago, but those years included days, weeks of persevering, you know, and having to surrender those thoughts, you know, that the enemy was trying to get into your mind to discourage you from continuing on with the film, you know, or just all those things that, um, you know, we all deal with from, you know, in different ways when we're pursuing a, a call or an assignment that God has for us. So thank you for sharing that. Five years. I thought mm. the things of the Lord just happened like instantaneously, <laughs> you know, Jesus multiplied, oh, yeah. something, you know, all these things. No. Um, and I love yeah. that. I love that part of the story because it's so important that we, you know, enduring faith, faith is supposed to endure through things. And and so um, the scripture that talks about like to go through all these things and then to be standing. And I love how those things came at you, but at the end, you're still standing. And, and, you know, it's just such a common like thing that the enemy just comes and starts whispering like, man, all it was it done in vain Was it, you know, all these things, because, he wants to stop those things that he's instilled into you and that revelation that God's instilled into you and those different talents and um, narratives that he's put and to stall that because um, he doesn't, you know, the, the kingdom is about seed, right? It's, and seed multiplies. And so the revelation, the things that he's shown to you, you're planting in that movie and that, that then multiplies through the, through the viewer viewing audience. And so um, I just think that's really, really amazing how you just kept going. And, um, What's also amazing is that, you know, you, you kind of took those arrows, you took all that persecution, you went through those challenges, but, you know, in the end, God brought this amazing opportunity for you to work with uh, Angel Studios, and he just kind of kind of set the table for you, and um, and it's just one of those yep. things that, that <laughs> the enemy can kind of come at you, but when you endure, when when you keep on going, God, God just using it all for for his timing and for his glory and um i just wow thank you for your your faithfulness in doing that and that's so encouraging to to us and to to our listeners and so um you mentioned that this yeah movie... it's all it's all the lord it's all the lord Let, let's let's make that clear it's all the lord's strength it's all your faith is a gift right um and so just to see his hand like i like to say since the film came out i mean it was number three in the box office Here's this like less than two hundred fifty thousand dollar film standing up next to these hundred million dollar films in the yeah. box office at number three, um, and I just really feel like I'm walking to the depths of the Red Sea, and it's walled up on both sides, and I'm just looking up like with my mouth open, like I have no idea what's going on or how this is happening, but I'm just gonna keep walking because I know I have nothing to do with this. This is all the Lord. This is all His power, and then yeah. and I'm just gonna keep walking forward because um, He's the one who's doing this. 
Yeah, you just kind of almost think like with the Lord, all things are possible. But you also kind of almost wonder if some of the things that, you know, with the kind of the Asbury revival and all like God was kind of setting the stage and kind of just getting it ready. And this, you know, well, yeah, we, the audience wasn't ready for it, maybe, you know, in 2019 or 2020 or whenever you were hoping to have it out. And so God would just had to do the hard oh, yeah. work, uh, per, perhaps um, <laughs> to to prepare people for for this for the story that he had been writing through you. Yeah. And there's actually, it's actually funny because you look at the way the Lord's timing actually was, and it's funny because one, I I, I told the guys at Angel um, Studios that I really felt like I'm like uh, when when Israel was entering into the land of Canaan to the promised land, and the Lord tells them in Deuteronomy six, and He repeats it again in Joshua twenty four. And he's like, you're going into a land with houses you did or cities you did not build, um, wells you did not dig, and vineyards you did not plant. Um, be mindful of teaching your kids of, of the bondage that you were brought out of. Don't give, don't give into the gods of the land. And um, basically, this whole land is prepared for you to enter into. Um, and uh, and that's what it felt like with Angel Studios. Like, whereas the chosen and I began at the same time. And the Lord just flourished the chosen, but angel built this whole infrastructure to get the chosen out to the world. And then this little humble film, this quiet meditative piece that, that, that reflects on the faith of Abraham and the Lord's hand in his life was just waiting to have the platform. Um, and what's interesting is I had a cut ready. So I had the film, like the, the film was done being edited uh, in October of 2019, but since that moment, I was working on the visual effects and the sound design and the color and and the, the composer was working on the score. And so just to polish and polish and polish and polish, because actually 325 visual effects shots in the film that I had to build all these miniatures for and do all this green screen work. And I look, worked on the visual effects for nearly two years of the film. But in 2020, in the fall of 2020, I had actually sent... Um, a, a copy of the film and it was still a work in progress, but it was a complete film. It just needed more visual effects and sound design and stuff to a, um, a company that distributes a, some of the biggest faith-based films out there. Um, and you would know it if I said it. And uh, I sent it to the head of, of the company who, and he was interested in seeing it because he saw the trailer and he was like, I'd love to see the film and he watched it. he's like this is a powerful film with powerful performances and so well written he said but we've spent years um doing these films for uh, in casting names that resonate with north american audiences and because there wasn't any named talent in his only son he didn't have a theatrical vision for the film um, and that he was confident that we'd be able to find a distributor that would be able to take us in the right place but but for them they didn't want to have to spend the money to get it out, the marketing dollars to get it out there without an actual named actor in the film. Um, and uh, but you so that was in 2020. And here we are in 2023 and it's number three in the box office going into Easter week. And you see and this is still with no names that resonate with American audiences. But what happened was, is you had then two and a half extra years of time for the chosen to build and build and build and build with no names that resonate with American audiences, but showing people that there actually are names in the chosen Jesus, Simon, Mary, <laughs> there's, there's names in his only son, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac. Um, 
but now it showed the industry that you don't need named actors whenever people, when the story, the account that we, the true account that we read in scripture is the name. Um, and, uh, and had it come out in 2020, it would have been the absolute wrong timing, but it coming out right now after the Lord prepared the soil, just like what you guys said with, with, uh, things happening in, in countries across America and, and that causing even the secular media to be talking about Christ. And you had the chosen season three come out in theaters and, and you've got all that stuff going on with, if you haven't seen the season finale, I mean, the, the big stuff that was going on with that and, and you had Jesus revolution coming out in the theaters, um, the Lord, it says in Isaiah forty six ten that He is the Lord. There is no other. There is no other, and He declares the end from the beginning. And so this whole thing has yes, it's been He's been planning this. He set this in place and in, in order before the foundation of the world. And we're just you know He prepares our in in, in Ephesians two ten right. He prepares our good works beforehand that we should walk in them. Um, and so you see that at work here now um and it's so encouraging when the lord gives you eyes to see that and you can be bolstered in your faith to know that he's completely in control and he's got his plan and we just need to seek him seek to obey him deny ourselves daily take up our cross daily follow after him um and his plan of redemption his plan of kingdom and harvest work that he's put in place will come to pass um it's just uh it's super cool to be able to be a part of it by his grace alone. Just hearing you, you know, share that it must've been hard too, um, as a, as a filmmaker, as somebody who's wanting to enlarge the, you know, the thing that God's given them as a movie. And you're, you're kind of looking at your friend over there and you're seeing their studios kind of, you know, blow up, you know, so to speak. And it, it, it must've in the heart, just kind of, you, you kind of almost like guarding your heart from jealous, like, man, God, like, what about me? When is it, when's it going to be my time? Right. And, um, and I love how, you know, whatever that looked like for you, you wrestled with that. And yet, you know, you, you must've won that because God, you know, it has brought that out at the right time. And I just think that's, that's really honorable, you know, that, you know, now, um, you can be working with your friends and, and God kind of really use them to really bring in the thing that he's written through you. And I, I that's, that's a beautiful work. And, you know, you were kind of mentioning how here in America it's number three currently, right? But I think before the before the 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 show here, you were also talking that it's number one somewhere else. And you were talking about like big names being really important too. And and I think one of the one of the uh, the people from the from the movie is actually not from the United you, United States. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how it's being viewed around the world? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's so the guy who plays Abraham and the way that he was cast in the film was just totally the hand of the Lord all over it. Um, it's one of those things where the Lord gets you absolutely to the end of yourself and absolutely to, uh, you know, he gets your back against the Red Sea and Pharaoh's coming on down, you know, uh, or coming down behind you as well. And and he waits till that moment. He, I like to say he, he waits till Lazarus has been dead for four days and he's <laughs> yeah. surely stinking when he could have come and healed him when he was still alive. But no, he gets you to the point where there is no explanation other than the Lord did it. And uh, and so that happened in the casting of Abraham uh, in the bringing on of Nicola Maud. Uh, he is 
actually, so he came on, this was his first English language slash American film um, at the time we shot it. And, and he was going on, you know, doing this for barely anything, <laughs> any money. Um, but he was one of the biggest names. He is one of the biggest names in the Middle East, in Middle Eastern TV. Um, and he's Lebanese. And actually, so the film premiered this last week in Lebanon. And he had texted us and said that uh, that it's actually the number one movie in Lebanon. Um, and to have that go on in the Middle East where you have this testimony of Abraham um, and he said, you know, that there are many um, people that are either non-believers or even Muslims that are coming to the film and just in tears, just as much as the Christians. And um, to see, because in Islam, now Nicola is a Christian, he's not a uh, Muslim, but in Islam, showing the face of any prophet is haram. It's, you know, it's forbidden. Um, and uh, and to to see uh them still embrace this film that is not only showing the face of the actor playing abraham but it has isaac as the one on the altar when the quran says that it was ishmael on the altar um it explicitly points to christ uh and to see it still resonating with all i just can't wait for the testimony that the lord is writing um that the Lord has written. I can't wait for that testimony in the hearts of these people over there in the Middle East for it to be revealed. And, you know, it, it's, um, it's really amazing. And I was reflecting on this yesterday, really for the first time this deeply anyway, but just being mindful in our own walks of obedience in our own, the testing of our own faith individually. When we go through our darkest Valley, we could so easily step aside and satisfy our own flesh or satisfy our own, cravings or do what we want to do or take the easy way out go into hagar so to speak instead of waiting for the lord to provide with our with sarah um how walking a walk of obedience we can never see or foresee how much the lord will be using our own testimonies for generations um this film about abraham's life and his walk of obedience uh abraham has been dead and gone into glory for four thousand years yet here's his testimony that is going out around the world right now pointing people to christ spreading the gospel through the faith walk of abraham um could abraham have ever imagined that for four millennia four millennia later that his testimony of his life would be bringing people to Christ around the world. Um, and to think, because Abraham is alive now. He is he is in heaven. The New Testament calls heaven Abraham's bosom. And we see Lazarus and the rich man, you know, when they die, and the, Christ tells that that account of uh when another when the other Lazarus dies, um, he is in he he's in Abraham's bosom. He's there with Abraham in heaven, and Abraham's talking across the chasm to the rich man in 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 in, in Hades. Um, and to see that right now, no doubt, and this is absolutely true because lives are being touched by this. People are coming to Christ through the going forth of this film, that there are people whose eyes are opening to the truth of the gospel right now through the testimony of Abraham's faith and obedience that the Lord worked in his life. 
uh, and they will now enter into glory and share with Abraham about how his testimony and his witness brought them to Christ 4,000 years after he's been dead and gone. That is incredible. And when you look at that, the broad scope of what the Lord is writing throughout all redemptive history and how nothing is lost on the Lord and how Abraham went into a land. He was promised that he was going to be given to a land. He went to where, you know, it says in Hebrews 11, went into a land where he, he didn't know where he was going, but the Lord was leading him and promised to give him a land and promised to give him descendants as numerous as the stars. When Abraham died, the only land he had was enough to bury himself and his wife. That was the land Abraham had. And his descendants, yeah, he had Ishmael illegitimately, and he had a, uh, six other sons with Keturah after after Sarah died. But that son of promise, through through his descendants, through whom all the nations of the earth would be blessed, was just one, was just one. And yet he was promised more descendants, descendants numerous as the stars in the land. Um, and uh, he died without seeing that fulfilled. Um, but in, in the Lord's timing, he's still giving Abraham descendants mm. right now. Wow. Uh, and Abraham now gets to witness that in glory, his descendants, his faith descendants. Um, and so it's such a sweet and awesome reminder of like your momentary affliction, as Paul calls it, um, this, this, this time of this day by day obedience that the Lord is giving us strength to walk in. We can never know the plans the Lord has for those moments and for that testimony that will ripple on and on and on and on for generations, unforeseeable generations. Um, and so it's something to keep in mind uh, when we're, when we're tempted to uh, step off the path. Um, so amazing. Yeah. It's really I, cool. Yeah, absolutely. I know you have a time limit here. I know you have somewhere to go. So we want to make sure we respect that yeah. one more quick thing. Uh, what's next for you and how can listeners connect with you, David? Well, uh, yeah. So what's next one, uh, you guys will see what's next after the credits of his only son. Uh, I have a message before and after the credits and I, sh I share what's next. And so for people who've already seen the film, by the time they're listening to this, um, you will know what's next. Uh, and for those who haven't, you can go see it in theaters what's next, but but my heart is to continue to work chronologically through the Old Testament, building on the prophecies and the promises that were pointing to Christ so that people can get an understanding, a greater understanding of the context of what the Lord was doing in the lives of his chosen people. Um, and uh, because we've we've never had that throughout Hollywood's history, we've just been given these cherry pick narratives. Like you've got a Moses film and you've got a Samson film and then you've got a David film and then you got a Noah film and then you got a Jesus film. And then you got another Ten Commandments film. And then you got another Jesus film. And then you got, it's like no one understands the, the chronology mm. of scripture. So to build that understanding for people while drawing people to the word so they go and read it for themselves, um, that's my heart. And as long as the Lord continues to give me breath and the ability to do that. And opens the way for me to do that. That's what I want to do. And so what's coming next is 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 the next step in that journey. Um, and uh, and where they can connect me. I mean, you just Google my name, David Helling. Um, you know, I'm David Helling on Instagram, David Helling on. I, I just created a like page on Facebook to, that I need to post more stuff. on. I need to post more stuff on Instagram, too, or just David Helling on YouTube. 
um, people can Google me and they'll, it's, it's pretty easy to find me. I think we'll make sure we have those links in there for you listeners, David, thank you so yeah. much for being on the show today. Thank you for being so faithful to what God's put in your heart and that dream. And, and thank you for just the upcoming things, the things you haven't even done yet uh, for being faithful to that and helping kind of weave this, the narrative of, of the scriptures together that point to Christ. And so that's, that's such an, uh, yeah. Amazing um, vision. So we we bless that. We blessing over uh, over you and in what you're putting your hand to, and we're excited to see what's next. Pray many salvations over, you know, through all of the yes. things in Jesus' name. Amen. David, yes, thank you for being please. on the show today. Yes, Lord, will. thank you guys. Appreciate y'all having me, and may it be may this film be a blessing to you and your listeners as well. Amen.